Well, welcome to the latest podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel, and hopefully everybody has survived the big ASA meeting that we just held last week. So I'm going to reference that today because I, unlike most of my presentations, I was actually there to hear another speaker, (laughs) which rarely happens. So I was placed in the unenviable position of following a Navy SEAL in terms of speaking. So... You know, he's talking about the strict training and his involvement with the bin Laden mission and rescuing Captain Phillips. And yeah, the best I could come up with is that, you know, I once sprained something jumping to conclusions. Um, so that's, (laughs) that was a little intimidating. However, there were several points made in his presentation that have relevance when it comes to economics. So I thought that I would riff on that for just a bit. One of the things that he pointed out, and I think very accurately, is that stress is something that we visit on ourselves. We are not really being stressed by exterior activity. It's how we're internalizing it and how we react to it. And if that doesn't encapsulate what goes on in economics, I don't know what would. Because what happens is every single day we are besieged with information that really is almost designed to frighten us, scare us, push us in a particular direction. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts and webinars and the like. You know, you have the kind of professional doom merchants that get out there and say there's going to be the mother of all recessions, a depression in 2030. The world's going to come to an end in 2040. We're going to be eating our pets in 2050. Well, in the first place, economists can't even predict till next Tuesday, much less 2030. You know, I mean, I always want to go to people that are making these grand 10-year predictions and saying, wow, that's really impressive. Did you see COVID coming? How about the Ukraine invasion? How about the Hamas war? How about any of the things that have happened in the last 10 years? Did you see all that? Well, of course they didn't. And every one of those events had a major impact on the economy. But even day-to-day things, I mean, we get surprises constantly. Just in the last few weeks, we were expecting really bad third quarter numbers. We got 4.9% growth. So the point of, of this recognition of stress is that as we get information, we really have to take a step back and process What does it actually mean? What is it actually indicating, particularly as far as our industry is concerned? ASA has been intimately connected for years, obviously, with the construction sector. And all you hear is, you know, the the desperate circumstances when it comes to commercial real estate and there's not office building anymore. We, Armada, does a <clears throat> analysis of the construction sector, which is part of our watch publication that we do once a month. That thing is still growing at an exponential rate, and it is so far above the 20 trend line, 20 year trend line, as to be almost ridiculous. So it's like, yeah, there is definitely slowdown in certain parts of the country. There are definitely industries that are not doing great, but then you've got the logistics supply chain warehouse sector that's booming. You've got all this growth up and down the I-35 corridor. You've got all this growth in the northern part of the southeast. 
So there's quite a bit of activity. You know, the oil and gas sector was expected to die two or three years ago. Well, it's booming as we have become aware of the fact that we're still going to be dependent on fossil fuels till at least 2070. Another interesting point that he made in the conversation was being adaptable and being able to pivot and change and understand that no matter what the strategy was, it's going to be altered almost the moment you start it. And that's always been the great challenge in economics because every day we get new data. One of my biggest challenges are people that want my presentations in advance. And I said, why? (laughs) The day that I do it, it's going to change. But it forces people to pivot. I mean, I just mentioned the GDP numbers. Well, if you're a retailer, you're looking at this going, oh, wow, I was expecting a really bad retail year because that's what everybody told me was going to happen. But now all of a sudden, I'm seeing this 4.9% growth. And lately, some of the numbers coming out saying, hey, retail sales are down. And the retailers are saying, of course they're down. We don't have any stuff. People are coming in here looking to buy things which we don't have because we didn't build our inventory up. We were thinking it was going to be a bad year. And now it's turning out not to be such a bad year, but we weren't prepared for that. So one of the, I guess, lessons from the economic analysis point of view is that as things change, you constantly have to pivot. And you're constantly saying, okay, well, what happened today that's going to affect my upstream or downstream? You know, what's affecting commodities? There was a report just today indicating that food inflation is likely to start falling and fast in the next month, that you're seeing what amount to record harvests of some of those core crops, corn, wheat, soybeans, um, coffee is going to come down, sugar is going to come down. Those things wrap around so many products that we, that we consume <clears throat> that they'll have an impact throughout the entire food sector. <clears throat> and that has serious implications. I mean, not just for restaurants and people buying food from themselves, but the whole processing industry, and, and it's vast, and it's one that ASA members get connected to as well. So I guess the lessons from all of this is to kind of take inspiration from the SEAL approach, which is just to be ready for whatever happens and pay attention to the new stuff, that as soon as something changes, well, you're going to have to react. The way that you react, how much stress it puts on you, is a factor of how prepared and whether or not you've got that ability to pivot. So there you go. There are my philosophical dissertation on what I heard from the SEAL guy, and I was just, you know, so thrilled that right after him was an economist. (laughs) It's like, geez, I think they hate me. So with that, I will talk to you in another week. Bye.